Well, I'm so excited that you're here to join me for Voice of Breakthrough, this podcast. Podcast. So we are going to hit some powerful topics. Every single week, we will be having a new podcast with a new topic. So get ready. I'm telling you, this is great to exercise to. This is powerful to uh, listen to when you're cleaning your house or cooking that dinner or cutting the grass, which you could turn up loud on your, you know, your, your little iPhone or whatever you have there. Anyway, you're going to love this powerful, life-changing, every single week podcast of Voice of Breakthrough. Holy Spirit, whatever, however, whenever, whatever you want to do, I just so lay down every preconceived idea, not that I had one, but somebody might have been here, of what was going to happen today, of how it should happen, Lord. Father, I just want you to understand this. We are living in such extremely serious times. Just because it hasn't hit you personally yet, the enemy is trying to destroy our nation The Antichrist spirit is seriously trying to take over. I'm not a fanatic. I read more than you. I listen to more than you. I hear God probably more than most of you. And this is, I'm not saying this like we're losing. I'm saying this because we're winning. We're winning. And what happened this morning at prayer, I'm not kidding you, was God revealing to me what we have to pray next. And and I had never even thought of this. I just want everybody to wake up. God, the Lord is me. He goes, he said, if it's just you and five people left in there who are serious to pray this, who live holy lives, then don't worry about it. Amen. But the more of us who come in agreement as touching to save our nation now for your kids, amen, for your grandkids, also for us, amen. I don't feel like you watch some of the pictures of what they did to nations, what Hitler did to nations, what Lenin did to nations, what Stalin did to to nations. And you look how normal people with real jobs and real houses and food every day went to starving on the streets and not knowing what to do. We watched one of those on Friday nights. Amen. And God is trying to wake up his church to prevent it. Amen. Amen. And I'm awake. And I have a great, you can ask my husband, I'm fine at home, I'm gardening, I'm fixing dinner and and enjoying my life. I still go shopping, amen. I watch HGTV, not all of it, amen. But there's this seriousness right now. Be sober. Satan's looking whom he may devour. And it's exciting to live a place of walking with God and living a holy life so that your prayers count, amen. The prayers of the righteous prevaileth. God has had us going through Uh, being healed of the brokenhearted places, dealing with sin issues, being set free for 30 years for such a time as this. Amen? I just want to tell you, if you don't give up your your sin for anything except uh, so your prayers work, that's a good reason. Amen? That's a really good reason. But the best reason is because you want to get closer to God. And you want to hear God. And you want to know Jesus. And you, and you want all that God has for you. Amen? And we've been preaching like this for years. And, and we just do what he wants. Okay? I never tried to be a pastor. I never tried to have a church. I never tried to ask my husband. John, when you were dating Cindy, did she have this great vision for having a ministry? And he would tell you, 
Oh, no. God probably kept it hidden so he'd marry me. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I don't know if uh, God pulled this one on us. Let me just tell you that. Amen. And so I say that with an excitement in my spirit because I've watched God do things. Amen. We watched him win America. I mean, win Virginia. We watched that. Amen. We watched that. We prayed that the spirit of academia would be broken and that moms and dads and teach our kids a bunch of filth and did not want us involved. And God showed us that. And within a week, the other person running, who God told me years ago, don't ever let this person back in office. People don't realize since that time, that person tried to run for president. He tried to run for a senator. He tried, and Lord's like, don't let him back in office. How could God tell you that? Because he can tell you whatever he wants to, amen? If you live holy and hang out with God, he really has a lot to be done in this hour, amen? He doesn't pick a few people. He calls all of us. And everything's being shaken that can be shaken. It has nothing to do. I could have the same kind of prayer life and not be preaching anywhere. Amen? So God is calling us to that real place, to that real place. We live in a really hurt world, you guys. We're not trying to judge anybody. Amen? We're not trying to make anybody feel bad about themselves. We're, trying, we're going to set people free. I can't preach baby food all the time. Amen? It's time to grow up. You're going to have to fight for your kids. You're going to have to fight for your jobs. You're going to have to fight for your health. Amen. You're going to have to stand up. He is doing away with letting a few people be anointed and walk with God and take care of everybody else. Amen. The fivefold ministry is to train and equip you to do this. So you hear God. You walk with God. You know when the enemy is attacking. You know what to do. Amen. Oh, if I had known then what I know now. Amen. And God has wakened the church up. And we're living in a very serious time. So this morning during prayer, we didn't know what we were going to do. We had a powerful prayer meeting Friday night. And so we're asking the Lord this morning, what are we going to do? And the first thing the Lord, I really felt the Lord had me do, was to rebuke and also encourage people who were there to begin to speak up that God wasn't going to show me this, what we needed to do that day. They were going to have to speak up. And so we're trying to figure out what it is. So we watched a thing that Lance had done, and I had never watched it before. The Lord just showed me, was that this morning or last night I sent that? This morning. So this morning around 6, whatever time he got had me up, I saw, and Lance was talking about the famine and what they're doing in our nation. Now, Lance is a Ph.D., He's a brilliant man. He's a wealthy man. He's given up everything to really be a prophet in this hour. Amen? Because he was a very powerful businessman. He went before kings and important people. He knows Donald Trump. He's one who prophesied about tr Trump coming to shake everything up and bringing chaos and all this kind of thing. And he's a very, very real and legit guy. Amen? And so he was talking about, I've seen this stuff about the food factories burning up. But I never saw anybody say for sure it's real. Well, he checked it out. Not, what did he say, 190? I think he said 190 USA food factories and plants and warehouses have burnt down. And if you go and Google it, you can find in the Netherlands, 
they are, the farmers are having a gigantic protest because they came in and they made them all, what they're doing is they're trying to make their tractors have to be at a certain level of something or they can't farm anymore. They're basically stopping them from farming. And, he, and Lance was mentioning this, but we just saw that. Do you see, if, you, if you've been part of prayer at all, see the connection? We saw that Friday night and prayed. And then I didn't know what he was going to be talking about. The Lord said, watch this this morning. And he verified it, but he also showed the bigger picture. So the bigger picture is the enemy is going to use what he's taught our young people for 30 years now about the environment. And if we don't do something quick, it's all over. Anyway, so they're burning things down and they're, they've made it so farmers, even in the U.S., from my understanding, China's bought up a lot of farmland but will not let it be farmed and all this stuff. How many know that uh, there is people that God's going to put in position who already have strategy to fix all this? And we need to pray that, amen? We need to pray that. This isn't about... This is not about Democrats or Republicans. Amen. This is about saving a nation to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. If you don't understand that Roe versus Wade coming down was powerful. We had a powerful prayer Friday night. Baal is not being fed by the federal government's permission anymore. Amen. When people vote something in and it's legit, God honors that authority and your nation goes under a curse. Do you want to know why they're starving in India? Because they worship so many false gods. Do you want to know why there's poverty in the Philippines? It's because they worship the queen of heaven. If you want to know why these nations are having such hard times, it's because they worship someone besides the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? And so, or Israel, God blesses Israel because God's put Israel. Israel was punished and horrible things happened. And because they missed their hour of visitation, they missed when Jesus Christ came and made a way for them to all be saved. Amen. Here's my prayer that number one, that you don't miss your hour of visitation. And number two, even more important, our nation doesn't miss this hour of visitation. If there's an outpouring, but nothing more happens than what happens with Brownsville and the other outpourings, and it doesn't really change our culture or change our world, amen? Then we miss the hour of visitation. And then the enemy gets to swoop in and destroy. Now God is waking us up. We're to pray for an outpouring of the Holy Spirit, amen? But we need to pray that the hearts are ready to receive that visitation and the church quits being so judgmental and we realize we are a big part of why the mess we're in, we're in because of our self-righteous Pharisee spirits and hypocrites. And I was the worst judgmental, critical person there ever was. I feel like Paul. I was the worst of the worst. I'm the least of anyone. But I know God, amen? And we've got to rescue our young people. That's why we're having... Uh, the teen thing today. That's why we're going to talk about what you don't, parents don't even know they're watching on social media. Social media, you want to talk about what's indoctrinating your kids with demonic stuff faster than anything and causing their own subculture? It's social media. See, they, sit, they can sit in church and they can act all innocent and they don't know anything. Don't believe them. All the ones back there know exactly I'm talking the truth. We done got them all fooled, Lord. 
Amen? And can we just say this for the young people? Y'all didn't invent sin. It's been around a long time. And because most of us parents haven't really repented and hated the sin we went, walked into, we didn't hate the stuff we did that opened the way to the occult. Now it's magnified. Amen? And I want to tell you, the reason God blesses and the prayers in this place work, those who are righteous, is because we've had, we've had entire conferences renouncing and repenting for watching Bewitched. And I dream of genie and soap operas. Because, see, we sold the seeds that are now multiplying to have so much filth on TV. It's our fault. It's a generation before's fault, not the generation who now is reaping the garbage that we sowed by not standing up for righteousness. But let me just tell you, young people, you're sowing so much garbage right now for your kids and your grandkids. It's horrific. Amen? See, God is going to move with real repentance again. Thank God for repentance. Repentance is God, forgive me. For real, I mean it. I hate that I slept uh, with somebody. I hate before I was married. I hate that I ever did drugs. I hate if I ever got drunk on alcohol. I hate what I did led by the enemy that's opened the door now. Amen? For, for the enemy to attack. God is going to shake the church and hypocrisy is going to be shaken out. You're more than welcome to come here. Just, we got to know you. It's better if you're here trying to get free and you know your mess than thinking we don't know you've got it. Amen. I really move in a pretty strong prophetic. And he doesn't tell me everything, thank God. Sometimes I see way more than I want to. But it's because he's a holy God and he wants to rescue people. He wants to rescue people. I'll promise you this. The entertainment church is coming down or they're going to join the entire wrong spirit. There's already so much of it there. And so as we've been seeking the Lord, what do we pray next, Lord? We've watched our prayers. How many know that Georgian guidestones fell? Well, isn't that interesting? I mean, no, you're going to watch a turnaround in Georgia like you've never seen before. You're going to watch Georgia come back to a place of her original um, intentions of being in. I, I believe Georgia is going to be one of the strongest Christian areas in our country. Amen? Now, we got to do something about Virginia, but I'm not going to say that on here. But they've got all kinds of stuff planted in Virginia and around Virginia. And the devil wants to get Virginia. But guess what? He's not going to. Amen? Because we're waking up and we're not just praying about our little problem at our house and our little problem for this. That's why God's like, quit praying about your little stuff. Do the big stuff. He'll take care of the little stuff. And if you were honest... And those watching, so I'm not just talking to you, I'm talking to probably a couple thousand more, thank God. If you're honest, if Satan can keep you so bogged down in your own little problems, then the whole world is on its way to hell. And you don't even notice. It's the church. What's the church? Born again people led by the Spirit of God. That's the church. 
They're the only ones who can turn things around. They're the only ones who can stop the plans of the enemy. Amen. They're the only ones who can do it. And God's going to make us become those people. Amen. And you young people are going to have to help us with this. Hopefully you'll all come to prayer meeting. My generation has not paid attention to what they were teaching you about climate change because we knew it was ridiculous and we didn't think you'd ever buy into it. We didn't think you'd want to give up your cars. And I'm thinking most American kids are not going to want to give up their hamburgers, their steaks, their tacos for fake food or bugs. See, I'm believing that you're going to like your lifestyle enough to say, I'm not listening to the crazies because that's what our generation did. We were like, we're not listening to this. And now that they're adding this whole belief against that God made the male and female, my gen our generation is thinking, of course nobody's going to believe that. How could they believe that? And what we've done is we've looked the other way because we thought this is so foolish, it can't work. And now we're watching them try to destroy globally all of the food producing to control everybody through starvation and, and them trying to be, it's evil, okay? They're evil. You think they're going to just eat bugs and fake food? No, they're going to be laughing as they eat the steaks. It's all about control. And it's time to wake up and see it. But here's the thing. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. So let's go. So Karen today, as we were praying about this, and God gave me this scripture just this week. I wasn't sure why. The other thing that was really amazing me this week is just things about how powerful God is. Look how detailed creation is. It's amazing. No human being could come up with the details that God has put into creation. My, just one, just study any one animal, study any one part. Like there's so many different kinds of birds. You'll be amazed at how uh, ants and everything. It's amazing the brilliance, beyond brilliance of God to create this whole universe and then more. He's amazing. He deserves the praise, amen? He deserves us to recognize how cool he is. Kids, go outside when, and get, get away from a neighborhood with tons of lights. Go outside and look up at the sky. Okay, when we have the retreat, girls, ladies, I'm going to make all y'all go up in the crow's nest, and it's going to be dark out there, and we're going to look up at the sky, and you're going to be amazed at how awesome God is. I want to encourage everybody, begin to thank him for being such an awesome creator. Quit being so into your job, so into uh, your TV, so, in, so into whatever it is that you let occupy your mind, that you don't stop and look up and see what he's done. Look at the ocean, amen? Look at the trees, look at the birds, look at the, my house is like living, my house is hilarious. We got deer walking through the yard and running through the yard and hummingbirds and other birds and this bird and that bird and, and um, and then we, we, do, we got rabbits. We got tons of little bunnies out there this year. And they're sitting. And they all like me. I feel like I'm in a before Disney became woke movie. <laughs> no. 
and, uh, and there's little bunnies and there's, you know, deer and they're all sitting there together and the little squirrel. I got this squirrel. He's so cute. He literally comes up to the door. We got these big glass windows. He stands right at the glass window and he looks in to, till I come out and put seed out there for him, which I do. He's trained me, but um, I'm just, there's that. Now he's got friends. Two of them walked by the other day like, uh, I feel like they're not, excuse me, a rat of seeds out here, you know? And I, I just, I, the, the, the closer I get to God, the more I love his creation and the more I love people and how he's made people and how he's chosen to do all this. Amen. We've, we've got to put down our busyness and our are watching what they want us to see and our jobs. We've got to put it down and really enjoy our God and what he's given us in this creation and not let the enemy steal it. Amen? So turn with me as we were praying this morning and Karen was seeking the Lord about um, where could this be in scripture because we're really trying to get to the name. And, and then Nicole came up with, when they started that stuff about Mother Nature... That was the beginning of trying to put, of Satan coming as a different God that he's been in mythology and trying once again to lure people to him. Amen? Never look at creation without worshiping the creator. Amen? Never look at creation and think it happened on its own. How ridiculous is that? There's nothing like nothing. And out of nothing, all of a sudden comes this unbelievable, no human being, no artificial intelligence, nothing could create what he's done. Nothing can create out of nothing except God. So you can take your thinking all the way back as far as you want, but you got to come to a point where something had to exist to make everything else happen. I believe in the big bang. Well, I'm cool with that. God spoke and bang. Everything happened and kept happening and happening and happening and happening and happening and keeps happening and going on and on and on and on and on and on. And it'll never end. All right, Romans 1.18. For the wrath of God, does anybody know what the wrath of God is? It's God saying, I have had enough of your foolishness. I've had enough of your foolishness. I've had enough of you following Satan. Therefore, I'm going to let you know how real I am. The entire book of Revelations is to reveal to us how awesome God is and how tired he is of people following his enemy. Quit making it look like God doesn't do that stuff. God's the one who flooded the entire world except for Noah and his family. Does everybody believe that? He's the same today, yesterday, and tomorrow. He has me listening to the prophets, especially the, the, the prophets most people don't, not the big ones, but the small prophets. And you see over and over who God is, who God is. He is a God who gets completely, completely upset with the people who do wicked and do not want to follow his ways. If you, if you look at it, the prophets 
You see, the prophets came, and then there was quiet, and then Jesus came. Amen? Why? Because this was God showing you, I do not like wickedness. I'm tired of you not obeying me. I'm tired of you doing the sinful things. I'm over it. And you watch him through all the prophets judge and really wipe people groups out and things. Amen? Then we have quiet. Then he solves the sin problem, and Jesus comes. The Messiah comes. Amen? Amen? Okay, does everybody get it? Messiah coming is supposed to do away with the sin problem. Not give you an excuse to keep sinning and think you're still going to heaven. The same God who wiped everything out because of their sin is not smiling and looking the other way as his spirit is on the earth to help everyone live in freedom from sin. It's actually worse to sin as a Christian than to sin as a pre-Christian. Can I get an amen? I mean, seriously, get an amen. God's like, preach it. Oh, nobody wants to hear this. I, it doesn't matter to me what you want to hear. It matters to me what you need to hear. And then it matters to me the people who are supposed to hear this and the people who will hear it later. Amen? Now, this isn't condemnation. He actually put his self inside of you so you could do this easy. He's not asking you to do it. He's asking you to let him do it. Amen? He's just asking, let him do it. He took my sorrow and grief. I couldn't take it. He's healed me of all kidney stones. He's healed me of all kinds of stuff. I couldn't do it. I can't make it happen. I can't think hard enough and say the word hard enough and try hard enough. He's not asking me to try hard. He's asking me to trust big. He's asking me to trust big. Amen. Right now, he's not asking us to try hard to save our nation. He's asking us to trust big. And that's more than just words. It's a relationship where he shows you and you do what he says and you trust him and you believe him over everything else. Amen? And just the reason I get so excited and people don't get it maybe sometimes, this morning I had no idea why we were even having prayer meeting. We had such a powerful time Friday night. I didn't know what left to pray. I knew all week long he's been dealing with me about him being the creator. He even gave me these scriptures. He showed me some things. And, and I had no idea. And then he put it together. That's why I'm excited. Do you get that? I'm excited because he put it together. You know what that means? If he put it together, if I yield, he's going to do it. Do you know what that means? He's going to save our nation. Or just through you. I don't know through who else is yielding. I hope you. Amen. Amen. I know he's going to take care of me. I'm not even concerned about me. I'm real, I, he'll feed me with you know, birds. I got them all over my yard. You know, I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not pretending I don't like my stuff. I like my stuff. I really like my stuff. I don't love it. I do like it. Amen? And I got enough of it. Just ask my husband. He has a lot of stuff too, but we won't talk about that. Different kind of stuff. Amen? We're keeping the American economics alive. We buy stuff. Amen? That's really ticking off the government right now. Anyhow, all right. 
So we were praying this morning, and the Lord, we started asking, what is it? What is it that's this ridiculousness about trying to save the planet? People, God promises the planet's going to be here for 1,000 years after he comes and rules and reigns. There is nobody anywhere who can change that. Okay? So everybody who's heard the things about Save the Planet, everybody just, wow, it's going to be a thousand years that we all have the planet. Now he's going to, you know, we may have to clean up a lot because we're not helping now. Amen? Because we got to clean this place up. But it's going to be here when he comes back and it's going to be here for a thousand years for sure. Amen? It's a promise. How do you know? Because I know him and I believe him and his word is true. Amen? So, so that's why I didn't worry about that. It's going to be here. I, I don't pollute anyway. I don't throw things down the trash. I drive a car that gets pretty good gas mileage and, you know, all that kind of stuff. I think it's gross people polluting, to be quite honest. Why should I go clean up your junk? Amen? Why should you expect, even a prisoner, why should he have to get out an orange suit and pick up your trash? For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven. Now listen to this. This is new covenant teaching. This is not Old Testament. All right? This is now Testament. The wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men, that means men and women, who in their wickedness suppress and stifle the truth. So guess what? We can pray and believe that God's wrath is going to pour out on these people who are purposely wicked and suppressing and stopping the truth. Amen? Oh, you're not supposed to curse people. I'm not cursing them. I'm speaking God's word. Amen? I'm speaking God's word. They've cursed themselves. Amen? That means angels can take that right now because they war with the word of God when the church releases it. Do you see how powerful we could be if we just choose to do this God's way? You just look at one scripture and there you go. There's something to release instead of you trying to come up with stuff. Amen? All right. Because now, he, now he's telling us what is suppressing the truth and what wickedness is. And this is the exciting part. We are living in this day right now. Because that which is known about God is evident within them. There's not a human being born on the planet who cannot tell that there is a God who created things to work in systems. There is a God who knew that you needed oxygen to breathe. There is a God who knew what flowers need to do. You know, you get into gardening. Do you know if you got a flower and like Donna, my sister, she has these squash plants and at first she only had one and the male plants opened on one day and the females opened on another day. So there was no pollination going on. So the plants could not make squash. Whoever thought about that stuff? I never, why would, how, what is God up to? So, and then, then bees have to come along. Greg wrote, my garden's terrible this year. Well, he put his garden inside his, his um, net screen around his pool so insects can't get in. It's like no bees, no fruit. I didn't know that before. Isn't it? I sat in school all those years and I've learned more in the last few years fighting for the things of the kingdom about science and about history than I ever learned in school. 
So stay there. Even If you're like me, you go to school and you delete all the information as soon as you walk out on that last day. And you, you probably should have held on to some of it because you're going to go to college. And then you're like, dang, I, learned, I know I learned this somewhere. Amen. And now they're teaching you false stuff. That's the sad thing. They're teaching lies. And that's what goes in your little brain. And then you think it's truth without ever stopping to see how things really work. Amen. So, so I'm like, I'm in this place of amazement at how big God is and how much we have become so consumed with other stuff that we don't get it. We let somebody else do everything. I'm going to tell you what, it is cheaper and it is easier to just go buy vegetables from a store or a stand. We need to pray for our farmers. As soon as you get past this, like happy day, happy day. Next day, like yesterday, everybody has everything they're not bodies everything out there all the leaves have um fungus from too much rain so they're spraying all the leaves and tearing up the things and this and that my sister's like it's not happening to mine then she calls me can i have that stuff you have it's all over mine <laughs> i'm like man and, and honestly your natural self i'm not a, i don't give up has anybody ever noticed that i don't give up that's why i look at you and i say come on come on I just don't give up. So I don't give up on this garden. I can go down to somebody who has a fresh market, get exactly the same thing, pay a lot less, but I'm not going to do it. I'm going to make this garden work. <laughs> I'll buy this thing for 50 bucks and this thing for 20 bucks and another this and Amazon's just dropping off garden stuff all the time. I didn't have this last year, so I thought I had it all covered. Ooh, life is good. Look at the tomatoes, honey. I, I even cook because I don't want to waste anything. And if I grow it, I want to cook it. I got so many vegetables, I'm going to go cook like three different kinds of vegetables. I don't even like vegetables. But I'll cook them and eat them because I grew them. But do you think I'm going to go pay for them for somebody else who grew them? No. Anyhow. That which is known about God is within you. Not about Jesus Christ, but about God. Parents, grandparents, help your children get off their cell phones. Put that cell phone away. Get off their cell phones. And go outside. And do, go for a hike. Do something fun. That's not fun. It would be if you'd open your heart up to that God made this for you. God made the beach for me and Edie and Julie. Now, the rest of y'all, if y'all don't think he made it for you, that's fine. But we, we enjoy it. Amen? But some of you he made mountains for. He made gardens for. He, he's like, take your kids to the living museum or something. Go to a zoo. Amen? As soon as they're not kidnapping people um, across the line in Uganda where the safari is, I'm going to go on a safari. But I'm waiting until they quit kidnapping uh, Caucasian people because I don't want to be kidnapped. Well, and now if God tells me to go, I'll go. But he hasn't said, Cindy, go on a safari. And the one time I was getting ready to, that's when that lady got kidnapped over there. Okay. 120, for ever since the creation of the world. How long? Ever since the creation of the world. His invisible attributes, his eternal power, 
his divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood through his workmanship, so that they are without excuse and without defense. Does everybody see why the enemy is attacking? Let me tell you, Satan only counterfeits truth. He never can come up with anything on his own. So the word of God says, uh, I'm not going to look it up, or you can look it up, but the word of God says, and I've got teaching on it, that make them so they don't believe what they know. We're going to make them so nothing about nature really talks to them. They're going to believe our mess about a cow. They're going to believe our mess about however many genders they want to make up. We're going to mock every single thing we can. This is the devil that reveals God. We're going to, we're going to mock marriage. We're going to uh, people in different skins. Don't you think God likes having people in different skin colors? He wasn't trying to hurt anybody or call. He thought, this is cool. Plus, they make sense if you actually follow your skin color back. Like Karen's extremely uh, pale. I'm sorry. And um, that girl can't go in the sun 10 minutes. I mean, 10 minutes and that girl gets sunburned. No kidding, like 10 minutes. Well, she's from, her, her ancestry goes back to Ireland where it rains every day and there's not that much sun. So those people don't go out there getting suntans. Oh, but let's think about someone from India. Well, someone from India, who, by the way, skin gets as dark as any black person I've ever seen. They're right there near the equator. It's super hot. The sun's beaming down all year long. There's only sometimes a rain, but then it's still sunny. If their skin doesn't jump up and say, hey, be dark so you don't burn up, it wouldn't make sense. Even your hair texture has to do with where your ancestors uh, lived. Some hair textures is purse, per, actually greasy, and it keeps bugs out. There are actually some hair textures that can't get lice. And Caucasians is not you. So when they tried to integrate schools, everybody tried to bl blame the poor blacks coming into the white schools, and now we have lice. No, they can't bring in the lice. Amen? I'm just saying it like it is, all right? Because where their ancestors were from, God knew bugs is going to be a problem. I wish he put a, a tick, tick, tick collars on all of us or something, amen? So if you live where there's deer running around, now that y'all are out in the woods, amen? I'm just saying, he, it all has a real reason behind a very powerful, creative God. And Satan hates that. He hates that. He wants us to all be afraid to love who he's made us to be and to be interested in who he's made other people to be. Amen? We've got to get free from that. We have to help our kids get free from that. Not, not pretend that there's no differences. That's so dumb. Amen? There's differences depending on who raised you. Amen? There's just differences. But God loves that. No, no, no two, I don't know how anybody knows this for sure, but what they say, I guess I'm going to, I'm believing old science. What old science says is no two fingerprints are the same. Now, have they ever fingerprinted every single person in the world? There's, there's what, maybe even billion people in India. 
India has the highest population everywhere. Have they actually taken and fingerprinted all those people to see if any two match? I'm just saying. But from what they have done, which probably is a pretty good sample, with all the criminals being fingerprinted these days, they probably got a good sample, plus hospital people. Amen? They're saying no two fingerprints are the same. How cool is that? How amazingly cool is that? How could that just be an accident? See, God wants you, we, we need teachers to quit trying to mess up our kids' brains. And science teachers ought to be teaching the excitement and fun of science. Amen. And history ought to be reminding people about Hitler and Holocaust and what hate does. And, and we need to be real about what happened um, that caused the Civil War. We need to be real about how the church handled it wrong after the Civil War, which caused racism. We got to be real about how we're going to handle people getting free from the shame and the, uh, the lies that the enemy fed them for abortion. If we don't, we're going to have the same mess. Amen. We are, the re we are the ones who rescue. We are the ones who have light. We are the ones who have salt. We don't change truth to help people. You shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Only the truth can set you free. But when the enemy tries to make you not believe truth or think there is truth or not understand that Jesus Christ revealed truth, he is truth, then they can make up anything they want. And actually, people aren't that happy, you guys. Amen. They've got more freedom to sin and have sexual perversion and more freedom to go against God's word than we've ever, ever, ever had in history in our nation. And more people and young people are killing themselves than ever. They have nothing hardly to live for. I'm ready for a generation to be sick of sin and want something real. Amen. I think we're coming into that generation. I think we're coming into a generation. They don't want hypocrisy that they've seen in the church. They don't want this self-righteous bunch of mess they've seen in the church. But they're so tired of life being so not worth hardly anything. I'm not afraid to die. Amen. Don't try to keep me alive forever. I don't want to be super old, crunchy person that's in the way. Amen. I don't want you choosing to kill me. That's God's choice. And it belongs to him. Plus, I'm believing not to be crunchy. I'm kind of praying to be out of here when I finish what he has for me to do. I'm, I'm so, I've been doing this for so long and haven't gotten very far. I may be here till I'm 120. You have no excuse and you're without defense if you don't recognize God in nature. For even though they knew God as the creator, now here's the key. They knew God. See, God knows every person knows he's the creator. God knows every human being knows there's a creator. They know there's a creator, and if they deny that, his wrath comes on them. Amen? He says, they did not, but they, they knew it, but they did not honor him as God or give him thanks for his creation. Do you understand why Satan wants you so busy with anything else but seeing who God is and what he's done and how awesome he is? Because he's trying, Satan, read Romans 1, 18 to the end. You'll actually see what Satan is up to. You'll see what he's up to with our kids. You'll see why he wants them in school by the time they're three. Get them in daycare. Get them in school. Keep them where they never go camping. They never go to the beach. They have no idea, no idea anything about real science. Keep them learning bunch of junk and, and tell them there is no God so that they can 
perform what's going on in Romans 1, 18 till the end, so that the wrath of God can be poured out on them. That's what Satan wants. Now, the people who are leading this are so stupid that they actually think that they are God, that they know truth. The elitists actually are so completely, completely ridiculous. They're, they're, they've really given over to delusion, amen? But they think, we're going to get all of them to follow us in this. Well, guess what? They're going to lose this time. They're going to lose this time because God is raising up a people who have opened their eyes to who he is and how powerful he is. And it's all spiritual warfare. Can I tell you this? If this wasn't based on spiritual warfare right now, you can all kiss your freedoms goodbye. Amen. You can kiss your nice houses goodbye, your cars goodbye. If you got a good job, you can kiss it goodbye. You can actually go, if you think, well, welfare's not bad. How about go look some of the videos of what they did to the people in Germany? Go look at what they did to the Jews. Go look at what they did. They didn't live in a government subsidized house with a phone and some free food. They were on the streets begging for food. There was no medicines. There's nothing. They have nothing they really want to give you. Wake up. The only reason they do what they do now, the politicians, some of them really care, but most of them is so they can control you and keep you uneducated. And now because they couldn't keep us from being uneducated, they've taken over education. Guess what we need to pray? We need to pray down these crazy people overseeing our colleges, universities, and schools. We need to pray the unions completely out of our school system. Amen? Instead of putting all our focus on let's have a few little Christian schools, well, guess what? Most of those teachers are now being brought up in this other crazy stuff. Can I get an amen? We got to quit being the church that acts Amish. I watched a documentary on Amish last night, but, but it's like, as long as we take care of us, it's okay. No, if you just take care of us, pretty soon there's not enough us. And pretty soon, they're going to come in and destroy us. Amen? We're supposed to be light to the world, not hiding in a corner. Amen? I, I encourage, if, you're, if your kids are in public school, you go and you shine. You teach them. You, you have, if you can, have the kids come over after school and show them real science. Do what we have to do to be light. Amen? The reason we're starting this teen thing isn't for entertainment. We're going to see what, what they're teaching. It's going to open the eyes to me and any adults who want to stay way in the background and leave when we do discussion, except for a couple of parents I asked to stay. Because I'm not going to laugh at what you guys say. I haven't walked where you've walked. I haven't heard what you've been taught. I haven't paid attention much until this year because I didn't think anybody would... I didn't know this was such a plan of the enemy to get you to not be able to logically see things. I would think you would see very clearly that God made a male and female. I, I didn't even think, I didn't even think that Satan could do something like this, but it's right in God's word. So I repent for that, but I'm thankful he's waking me up now. So I want to hear, and I'm not going to laugh. I'm not going to judge. I'm going to the best I can. Amen. I just want to know, what have you been taught? What, have you, what do you believe? What has gotten in you that's not in God's word that we need to get out of you by the power of God? Amen? 
and you guys, you, you can call it a Christian school, but you got a lot of professors everywhere who do not, are not led of the Holy Spirit. I've had people tell me, I won't say the school because I want to get uh, sued or anything right now, but um, there's a major Christian school in our area, university. And the people who, some of the people I know who went through there uh, to be um, ordained or whatever, di divinity school, said nothing stole their faith more than that. That's sad. And that's, this stuff has, it's seeping in everywhere. Amen? We gotta get, we gotta get in the word and we gotta know the God of the word. Amen? For even though they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give him thanks. Now that's knowing God as the creator. On the contrary, they became worthless in their thinking. These politicians, most of them, are worthless in their thinking. Am I right? But then you look at the, what they're teaching in schools. They're worthless in their thinking. Amen? And then what are they preaching in church? A lot of it is worthless in their thinking. We've entered into this plan of the enemy. Now, let me tell you, this isn't a cutesy thing because the truth is when God has his harvest and when God has his bride and when God has a people who have seen... The, the only thing that's stopping the enemy from being successful right now, you want to know what it is? And, and don't say, it's not even just the praying church. You want to know what it is? God knows right now, he's not going to make this powerful, power, point out of his wrath like you see in the book of Revelation, especially the last three and a half years, until you get to choose who you're going to believe. And right now the church is so pitifully weak She's not giving you a good representation of who God really is. Go to church and you don't hear nothing like this. And you go up and you take your little communion while you're murdering babies and part of all this ridiculous stuff and doing drugs and all the garbage that's going on. I'm thankful God's shaking everything. I hope he shakes it in the church. Whatever church is living in blatant sin, let it be made known, amen? Whatever filth is happening and all the perversion, let it all come out, amen? And I'm telling you, you better get your own lives cleaned up, led by Holy Spirit. He's not asking you to do it. He's asking you to yield to him and he will do it. You can change in an instant. Don't think you already know. He's amazing. He can set you free the minute you agree with him. The minute you agree with him and repent and say, God set me free. All right. They became worthless in their thinking. Their foolish heart was darkened. This shows us a lot of things to pray, doesn't it? Lord, if you're praying for somebody who's fallen into the lies, begin to say, Lord, take their foolish heart and bring light to it. Bring light into their foolish, darkened heart. God, would you bring your light into the heart? Let me tell you something. When you bring light into something, you can't do it as their judge. Thank God Jesus didn't come in the world to judge. He didn't judge us. He judged sin. Amen? Jesus made a way for us to walk away from our sin and be separate from it. He came to judge sin. He didn't come to judge us. We all get judged at the end of all this, by the way. Everybody. Does nothing before it's time. Everything he does is to rest. Even in the book of Revelations, when he pours out where most of the population is wiped out. And it's horrible. I don't care who you are. 
The whole time he says, and then they hardened their hearts and went and turned to him. The whole time God's going, now turn to me, now turn to me, now turn to me. God actually knows that wickedness is going to get so bad before his return that even when they know, they'll, they'll blaspheme him to his face. They'll curse his name knowing he's doing it because their hearts have gotten so hard. They, they, the lie is, I'd rather go to hell than serve him. And the truth is they have no idea how, how bad hell is. There's nothing you can read in the book of Revelations that's close to what hell is. Can I tell you, if you just get saved not to go to hell, it's worth it. But how much greater if you get saved and fall in love with Jesus Christ and have a wonderful, awesome, glorious, blessed life. But if you just get saved not to go to hell, that's good. Amen. Everybody acts like you're, okay, when you go to a funeral and the person didn't know God and they were living in blight and sin before they died, they're in hell. Okay, they're eternal flames. There's worms crawling all over them. The pain is horrible. They're all by themselves. They're not partying. And they can never, ever get out of the situation. And all they're thinking is, why didn't somebody tell me? Well, I'm telling you. That's why God's so upset with the church. Just tell them. Tell them. And if you got kids in sin, and I don't care if you don't, culture doesn't think it's sin, but you know it's sin. And it's got them not going after God. Just pray they don't die until they get right with God. Release angels around your kids to keep them from being able to be killed by the enemy before they get right with God. You better take warfare serious. We have bought into everybody saved. Everybody, it's a remnant. The Bible calls it a remnant. How many know I don't do itchy or preaching? I, but I, it's not because I don't love people. I love people now more than I ever love people. I want to rescue a whole generation. I used to think, you know what? I used to think, well, it's just going to get so bad that nobody else is going to get saved and Christ is going to return. So there's nothing I can do about it. And then as he's got me interceding and praying these last two years, all of a sudden I see it differently. Like, no, let's rescue these people whose parents acted like nuts and the church acted like nuts and the education system is nuts and everything's gone wild. While we're still here, why don't we rescue them? Get our hearts cleaned up. Get rid of the stuff that we've done. Amen? Get rid of the Pharisee. Their foolish hearts was darkened. Now listen to this. Boy, if this isn't politics. Claiming to be wise, they became fools. They exchanged the glory and the majesty and the excellence of this powerful immortal God for an image worth of idols in the shape of of whether it's in the shape of man, birds, four-footed animals, and reptiles. In other words, they begin to look away from the creator and worship anything else. Try to control everybody. The new one is, okay, church, now that Roe versus Wade, which hasn't changed hardly anything yet, just so you know, except in the spirit realm, and that's big. Now it's your responsibility to adopt these kids. It's not my responsibility to raise somebody else's kid. It's not my responsibility to pay. It's not the tax money. It's, 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 why don't we all push birth control a little more if people don't want to live the way God wants us to live? Amen? I don't expect people to live as if they know God. I would like the church to live as if they know God. 
Amen? But it's still not my responsibility to pay for what you do. Now, if God puts it on my heart to, we're, 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 this ministry takes care of an entire orphanage. 48 kids and extras and widows. It wasn't because I felt obligated to. It's because I got there. God knocked me down and said, don't leave until you pay all their bills. I'm like, what? He said, ask them what their bills are. You're gonna, the ministry is going to start paying them. I'm like, you're kidding. I wish I could say, oh, I went in and my heart was just overfilled with joy. And I thought, oh, God, oh, God, let us pay their bills. I'm hoping to get to that. I think I'm more to that now. Until you have the heart of God, just say yes to him. When you get his heart, saying yes is easy. When you don't have his heart, it's just pure obedience. He says it's better to obey than to give sacrifices. So start obeying him. Amen? That's where you start. That's where you start your walk with the Lord. Okay, I'm just going to obey you. I'm not going to try to figure you out. I'm just going to believe your word and, and believe it. It actually makes a lot of sense. Except for they're really trying to make people crazy. All right. They exchanged the truth. Listen to this. Mm. Claiming to be wise, they became fools. They exchanged the glory and majesty and excellence of this immortal God for a worthless idol. Therefore, okay, all right, everybody listen to this, therefore. This is why there's perversion. This is why there's trans, quote, unquote. This is why there's homosexuality. This is why there's pedophiles. This is why there's people sleeping with anybody and anything that moves. This is why people do not do this the way God wants them to do this, which would then be nothing but a blessing. Okay, here's why. Ready? Here it is. It's right here. Because... They wouldn't look to God because they thought they were smarter than God because they didn't care about God and what he thought. God gave them over in the lust of their own hearts for sexual impurity so that their bodies would be dishonored among themselves because by choice they'd exchange the truth of God. By choice they exchanged the truth of God for a lie. They worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever. For this reason... God get, can I say this for those who have children and those who minister to children and those who have grandchildren really begin. We begin to help your children and grandchildren. Quit giving them everything and toys and setting them in front of the TV. Take them somewhere and talk to them about, isn't this awesome that God made this? Isn't this wonderful? God is so cool. L let's look at some science and see, isn't that cool how God worked this out? Isn't that awesome? If it wasn't for God, we wouldn't have this. If it wasn't for God, we wouldn't be here. He is so amazing. For this reason, God gave them over to degrading and vile passions, for their women exchange the natural function for that which is unnatural. In the same way, men turned away from the natural function of their women and became consumed with the desire towards one another, men with men, committing shameful acts in return receiving in their own bodies the inevitable and appropriate penalty for their wrongdoing. There are diseases. Monkeypox is mainly a disease like AIDS, although AIDS was killing people. Monkeypox does not. It is the enemy, once again, trying to make everybody go get vaccinations, spends tons of money. 
so that those who want to live in perversion don't have to think about that. I promise you this. If somebody is struggling with these things, we can get them free. I'm not just saying that. We've done that. We've done it a lot. There, there are people who've come through these doors completely committed to the wrong lifestyle who are now married with children having an awesome life and they're very happy and they're, you would never, ever know that the enemy had pushed them that way. And I'll tell you this, helping people get free from homosexuality is, is actually pretty easy. It's actually pretty easy because it's kind of easy to figure out why, why, let me say this, when the homosexual spirit makes a man think that he's a woman, that's more difficult because you have to get that spirit out too. That's a whole different spirit. When, when, when a man has been hurt by, there's two ways. If you, have a, if you have a man who doesn't have the femininity, then he has been either hurt by a mother, more than likely, or women in his life who degraded him and made him feel like, I can't trust women, I want nothing to do with women, and so they look for a, a male to share their life with. The other thing is if, the, another way that can happen, if they had a very controlling father and they couldn't even make a decision without their father involved, their father showed them everything to do, they get a lie that without a man telling me what to do, I can't do anything. Okay, those are the two ways that way. For the feminine side, it goes the same with women. The feminine side is two different spirits. It's harder to set them free. It's not hard, nothing's hard. You've got to see it as two different deliverances. I've seen men set free from, um, I've seen men set free from homosexuality that didn't get set free from the femininity, okay? That's more of this whole trans stuff. I'm sure this is gonna be great on YouTube. Anyhow, but, but, but the bottom line is, the bottom line is somewhere along the way, they decided they did not want to be a man. They were either molested or they, they couldn't stand their father. They made a judgment. I don't want to be a man. When, and same thing, you, I don't want to be a woman. When you make that judgment, Satan gets into your thinking. You get turned over to this because you're not, you're not thanking God for how he created you. Amen? And so when that happens, you can actually take on a spirit to make you... Uh, have the traces and personalities or whatever of the opposite sex. Amen? I know we're really having real teaching today, aren't we? Do you see what I'm saying? But so to get them free, you've got to be led by Holy Spirit. You've got to find out which it is. Usually the Holy Spirit will tell you. And then you do deliverance. Amen? And so you can deliver them either way, to be quite honest. Um, the people who have not, do not hate their own gender, and they identify as the creator made them, they're easier to get free because there's really one issue you're talking about and it usually goes back to forgiveness and deliverance and set free. Then you gotta deal with the whole thing of perverted pleasure and, and that's for any sexual sin, okay? I'm just gonna be honest today because so you were created with appetites in you by God, amen? Here's why people don't get free from addiction. This is why people don't get free from sexual sin. Because they buy the lie, I have to hate this before I get free. Well, you're not going to hate something that God placed in you to enjoy. Can I get an amen? He's not asking you to hate sex. He's not asking you to hate food. 
He's not asking you to hate anything where he purposely put inside your brain specific uh, way he made you to enjoy it, right? So the lie is from the enemy. Well, until you hate this, you can't get free. No, you hate that the devil has perverted this for you. You hate how much pain this has caused you. You hate that you can't be right with God. You hate that this is going to take you to hell. You hate that this is going to affect your children or your grandchildren. You hate that Satan came in and took over something so awesome as a gift from God, as the very appetites, the very things he actually is pleasures, the things he placed in us to cause us pleasure, living a holy life. Satan came and stole that from you and took over to destroy you, your children and your grandchildren to make sure you don't even have the spouse God has for you. You don't even have the children. Do you understand what I'm saying? Same with addiction. If you're going to tell somebody, well, you got to stop it. They, they even smoking cigarettes. Well, smoking cigarettes, a whole nother thing. You want to know why people have a harder time sm stopping smoking cigarettes than usually drugs? Because it's a counterfeit glory. In the throne room of God, there is a there's smoke all around God. In his temple is his smoke. What are we called to be? The temple of God. Amen? We're called to be the temple of God. So Satan gets his nasty smoke in you to destroy your lungs, your breathing, relationship with Holy Spirit, to kill you. And it's such a strong addiction because it's usually the first way someone blatantly rebels. And so you have to deal with rebellion to get it out. But not many people tell you the stuff that I know of. Why? Because you have to have revelation from God. Satan only counterfeits people. He didn't make up putting smoke inside of temples. If you realize every time you smoke... You are giving. You are telling the devil he is, he owns your temple. He is your glory. See, Satan only wants to steal what belongs to God. Amen? See, Satan didn't want us to get to this. And we're getting to it. And our kids, your kids are going to get to it if they come to the teen stuff. Amen? And here's what, I encourage you to go talk to them about it. I encourage you to get in these scriptures and talk to your kids about it. I encourage you to take them to the beach or to the park or whatever and show them awesome creation and begin to really make sure in your homes you talk about God the creator. Amen? And you worship him and you thank God for it. And you make it more important than what man creates, like a little phone that you can push all the buttons on and watch TV and this and that. Because man couldn't create that unless God created man. Amen? All right. We're almost done. And since they did not see fit to acknowledge God or consider him worth knowing, as their creator, God gave them over to deprived minds to do things which are improper and impulsive. Can I, can I just tell you a parenting thing here and a grandparenting thing here? And if you're a teacher, if you're a Sunday school teacher, we need to get serious about making sure that our kids acknowledge God 
and consider him worth knowing as the creator. And we need to repent if technology is all we think about and watching TV is all our kids have seen us do and our whole life has nothing to do with God as the creator, amen? God is calling all of us to a place of repentance and a place of doing this. So we know now, we want our children to know. You know, even as I'm reading this, I'm getting revelation. So from now on, when I set people free from this, we're gonna go all the way back to, hey, Maybe I'll take, first we'll go to the beach. Hey, let's go, let's go. Isn't that cool how the oceans are? Isn't that cool how God makes us stop right there? Isn't that cool? You've got to get them back. Ooh, I'm just seeing this now. You want to get really free? You got to help people get back to where they missed it that got them off. So we, we try to, it's all in his word. Every answer is in his word, amen? He then goes on, um, when he turns them over, to deprive, deprived mind, to do things which are improperly positive. What does it mean when he turns you over? That's a really bad thing to happen. It means he's tried to reach you. He's tried to show you. He, I, I believe with all my heart, a lot of these politicians right now have been turned over to a reprobate mind, a deprived mind. They have seared conscience. That is kind of when God says, all right, now let me tell you, if we're still preaching this, if somebody's still open, if somebody's still listening, pray, pray, pray that if they were turned over to this, that God will draw them back to him. Let me tell you this, God hasn't turned everybody over to this. Some people go this way because the enemy's leading them that way and they haven't heard truth yet. God's not gonna turn you over to this until you hear truth and you don't want it. Amen? Now, the devil can, can, can get you into homosexuality or perversions or trans or whatever you want to call it. You understand what I'm saying? But God, see, God keeps reaching out and calling. And that's why the church has to preach the word instead of entertain. And then you keep, and he keeps calling. But then if you harden your heart and say, I know I've heard truth now, but I don't care. That's when God says, okay, then have it. Even when he turns you over to it, it's not to send you to hell. It's so that you can have what you like, like the prodigal, until you're sick of it, and it about destroys you. Even, even diseases such as AIDS is an opportunity for somebody on their sickbed when they absolutely cannot participate in this sin anymore to finally hate what God hates and repent. And even if he does, we've seen God heal people from this and go back to it. It'd been better if they died of AIDS while they were in repentance. But that's not my call. Amen? A dog returns to his vomit. If you've got somebody who keeps returning, you need to pray the dog spirit off of them. Amen? Don't be a dog. Don't be turned over to this where God says, okay then. Does anybody get it? We, we act as if God should just, no matter what, no, you know, oh, he'll never give up. You know what? He doesn't give up, but he'll cause it so you have had an opportunity. And now devil, actually the scripture says when it gets to that place, it says to turn people over to Satan that maybe their soul will be saved. How many have done that in the church? We won't talk about it. 
How many know we got a long way to go to start living this thing out for real? How many know Jesus ain't coming tomorrow because the church hasn't even started this stuff yet? Amen? And how many know there's enough people who know God that we're not going to let us go into the dark ages? All Satan wants right now is us in the dark ages, like China and other places where God still is moving. Amen? Because he doesn't want the bride. He doesn't want the truth. He doesn't want the power. He doesn't want people to see what God's church really is supposed to look like and what loving God really looks like and how exciting and wonderful and awesome it is. And so he's starting to lose the old hag of the church that Satan has so much authority with. And he's starting to watch, oh no, there are people who are really sold out to God. There are people who really move in the spirit. There are people who let, really repent, cry out, get changed, walk in love. They're starting to look like him. Ah! That's the worst thing Satan can see. And if he can't stop it, his days are numbered. His days are numbered. That's all he's afraid of right now. He's got his the most wicked stuff going on. We got to stop this. He knows Jesus isn't coming back until the bride's ready. He's doing everything he can to make us not the bride. The bride is a sold out, without blemish, perfected person revealing Christ. And God's going to have it. Amen? But acting like it's not real. All right. He says he gives them over to the improper, repulsive, the deprived, reprobate mind until they are completely saturated with, this is what I'm kind of talking about, with every kind of unrighteousness, everything of wickedness, greed, evil, envy, murder, strife, deceit, malice, mean-spiritedness, their gossips, slanderers, haters of God, insolent, arrogant, boastful, inventors of all kinds of new things of evil, disobedient, disrespectful to parents, without understanding, untrustworthy, unloving, unmerciful. That is the description and character of every person who is turned over by God to a reprobate mind. How many know we got to quit putting them in office and on school boards and preaching in churches? How many know we need to wake up and see them and like, oh, that's their entire, they can try to fancy it all they want, but that's exactly who they are. How many don't want that? No wonder the enemy has to get them in a false reality of what's good and what's really helpful and how this, look at their perversion. They are so wanting pedophile to be legal so they won't all go to prison and you won't see how disgusting they are. Just like they want abortion legal. You, you, we're going to have a conference uh, seminar September 17th on abortion. We are not judging anybody. We are healing and setting people free. Amen. We are bringing people out of this deprived place that has happened. We were so, hello people. It's called birth control. If you don't live holy, fine. Just get that thing in your arm and you, you're, you take the stupid vaccines in your arm, not knowing what they are. Well, stick something in your arm that you won't get pregnant if you don't want a baby. I think they last some of them up to five years or something. I don't pay attention to all that. But it's, it, this is ridiculous. This isn't something they can't stop. And then we get, Christians get in their self-righteousness. Well, just don't have sex. They're going to have sex if they're not saved. In our culture, unless the entire culture changes. Amen? They're going to. That's been going on for years and years and years. Don't act all innocent. 
It's a very powerful passion that God gave people as a gift. And when the devil promotes it and gets it out there and you're not living for God, it's going to be used incorrectly. Amen? That doesn't mean some baby has to die because of it. Amen? It just doesn't. And it doesn't mean that it's not a great gift if you have a baby and you weren't married. How good is God? How good is God? How amazing is God that he doesn't punish you because you found out how things worked outside of doing it his way. Amen. And truthfully, we should never even have a culture where we have to think about kids 13 being pregnant, 14 or 15. And you would hope even, you know what I'm saying? Something's wrong with our culture. Outside of Christianity, you can have a culture that's not that deprived, even not being Christians. Amen? It's time to really rise up and demand these things. Amen? All right. Anyway, study Romans 1, 29 through 30 and see this re inventors of new forms. Boy, that's true with this whole trans thing, isn't it? It's like a whole thing now, how you pronouns you have to do, what you have to say, what you have to do, making everybody do it. You know what? You need to really pray against this government indoctrination that's happening to keep your jobs and stuff. Amen. We need to really come against that spirit. When we get to this, I'm going to tell you what. You don't want to miss these prayer meetings because we're going to be powerful. We're going after this and we are breaking that spirit. Indoctrination is nothing but this spirit of lies being forced on you. Amen. Amen. And that's everywhere right now. And we are going to break its power. How? By seeing what he's showing us. Amen. I'm excited because we're getting to this. Yay, God. All right. Now the last verse. Although they know God's righteous decrees, his judgments, that those who do such things deserve death, yet they... They not only do them, but they even approve and tolerate others who practice them. All right, there's a real key right here, you guys. It says, although they know God's righteous decrees and his judgments. How many know most people no longer know God's righteous decrees and his judgments? Amen? Amen? So God is saying, church, go give my righteous decrees and my judgments. He's not giving up on a people group. He's not giving up on a society who hasn't heard his righteous decrees and his judgments. But when they hear and they choose to not care, that's when they're turned over to this. Amen? It's one thing to struggle with something. It's one thing to, to not understand why. And it's another thing to begin to see, well, God has an answer for this. God can heal this. God can make a change here. You know, God can rescue you here. And, and he's not stealing something from you. He's going to give you something awesome. Amen? He created you. He knows how you're supposed to work. Amen. Now, if you love this teaching, and you better say you love this teaching, then we want you to check out our web at beautyforashes.org. There is so much teaching there, and there's a resource uh, library there. And also, check out my Facebook page at Cindy Foster Beauty for Ashes Ministry. We'd love you to partner with us and come along for the ride into the apostolic. God bless you.